Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Welcome to the Wake and Rake podcast. My mind, you just wake up and go rake. High drive, deep left field for Middlebrooks. Back and that is gone. Third home run of the day for Will Middlebrooks. Want a chance to be featured on the show? Follow at Wake and Rake Pod on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. I'm kind of a big deal. Here's Danny and Will. Howdy, people. Oh, what's good, baby? Will Middlebrooks, Danny Betty, Wake and Ray Podcast, powered by SwingJuice.com. SwingJuice.com, the official merch provider for the Wake and Rake Podcast. Hey, bud, I got a great story for you. Can't wait played in a fundraiser men's league tournament this last weekend. Uh, all proceeds uh, were going to fallen firefighters and police officers. It was going to their families. It was a great cause. It was fun. Nice to be back out on the diamond. It wasn't slow pitch. It was actual baseball. I pitched five innings. My arm is still hanging a few days later. Five innings? It hurts. I'm mm-hmm. in serious pain. I think I'm going to be going on the season-ending injured list but that's neither here nor there the point i wanted to make is one of the guys on our team his name is nelson nelson has been following me he's a big padre fan he's been following me on social media for a couple years now he is a big follower and big listener of the wake and rake podcast so it was a joy to be able to meet him shake hands with him get to know him a little bit more we were talking baseball a lot we were talking about you a lot we were talking about the wake and rake podcast asking about how we got to know each other, how we got started. So got to meet one of our fans and it was great. And, and Nelson's a great guy. He's got really, you know, cute, the cutest kids you will ever see second to your kids, of course, Brooksy, but of course. It, was, it was great to meet Nelson and, and meet one of our listeners. So thank you to Nelson. Thank you to everybody. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's really cool. Yeah. Was he there when you blew out your elbow? everything's blown out i need Tommy. So, uh, i need when Olsen. do you when are you scheduled to get elton john uh i got about four surgeries scheduled in the next two weeks it, <laughs> i couldn't lift my arm for have you heard the term elton john when you when you have to get elton john no so it's like uh, it's more of a position player thing but if a guy you know some randomly there'll be like a guy slide into a base and we'll say he's a right-handed thrower but he tears the ucl in his left arm so if it's your all alter like alternate arm your your non-dominant hand they you they call it elton john why would i need elton john though i threw with my right hand i don't know i just wanted a reason to use that <laughs> five five scoreless my friend i still got you, it i still got it you're just shredding nelson's i was shredding a bunch of 40 year olds who were heading back to their families to cook barbecue so it was a good time it's good cause yeah good. that's awesome that's always fun by the way oh. you go you go Oh, you just made me think. So this weekend, coming up on Saturday, we're doing like beer Olympics with a bunch of our friends. Beer Olympics, but, break that down. Yeah, it's just like stupid games at the beach and a reason for adults to get together and just drink and party on the beach. But um, there, you remember Lance Nix? Yeah, he's an Since outfielder. Red- bounced around for a while. Yeah, he'll, he'll he's he's one of my neighbors. He'll be there. Mike Michael Morse. Oh, oh yeah, he'll be there. 
Um, I think those are the only two baseball players, but it should be a good time. It's just like, and it's like you're teamed up with your wife. So it's, it's ridiculous competitions, like, like a ball throw, like who can get the furthest without dropping it? Like husband and wife things. Um, there's, it's not all athletic either. It's like, uh, you go up and you stand up face to face with someone and someone screams out a word like love something. And you have to immediately think of song lyrics with that word. You have to do it before the other person. Mm. And if you lose, you got to chug your drink, but, um, just, I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. It should be fun. My birthday's on Friday. So it's kind of a little birthday celebration. 33, 34, <laughs> big poppy oh, year, baby. Big poppy year. Oh boy. 34 years old. Back in my hey, day. listen, the year Big Poppy goes into the Hall of Fame, I turned 34. It's meant to be. Back when I was a boy, we didn't have launch angles. It was contact hitters. It's a good point. I, I like Peter Gammons. I don't know what wins above replacement are. I worry about batting average. We should do an entire episode of you speaking like that. That's fine. It'll be our last one. I can That's fine. You. But yeah, so yeah, looking forward to that. Can we get to some headlines? Stop making fun of me. That's fine. But but I have a question. Beer Olympics, is this like a a fundraiser or is this just buddies hanging out? No, it's just our friends. It's our group of friends. Just what's Mike Morse up to these days? I don't know. He owns a sick boat. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna find out. I don't talk to him a whole lot. This is um it's like friend of friends type thing. We've never actually like hung out outside of um, known each other through baseball. He lives um, in West Palm, like probably 20 minutes away from here. So he, they're, they're really close with the Knicks. So, yeah. I feel like your Wi-Fi is like super jumpy. Is it? Am I delayed? No, you're good now. All right. It might probably. just be your face. I'm not sure. Anyways, moving on. By the way, ask Mike how his head's doing because uh, as a Giants fan, everybody says your career ended via injury. Michael Morris's career, if you remember, was the Bryce Harper brawl between him and Hunter Strickland. Mike Morris came flying in to try and get in between them, and he ended up yeah. suffering a concussion. He never concussion, really right. came back from, from yeah. that. Hunter Strickland was one of my roommates in A-ball, too. Random. Is he a nice dude? I met his wife, believe it or not. Strickland? That's a weird thing to say. That's a weird thing to say. I met his wife in a public forum. It wasn't a private thing. Strickland? Hunter. Yes. She met Shelly, little Shelly. Shell Bell, so we called yeah. it. Little Southern Bell. Yeah. Um, she's nice probably guy. like, Hi, Danny. So nice to meet you. Want some sweet tea? Not That's bad. basically Shelly. She's just... the nicest human being ever. Uh, so off the baseball field, Hunter Strickland is a teddy bear. Teddy bear has three girls. I think he has three, three girls. Girl dad, but he's he's country, country strong. You know, he works on the farm. He gets dirty with his hands, probably changes his own oil, you know, stuff like that. But uh, he's just a country boy. He's rough around the edges, but he's he got a good heart. He's a good dude. Good pitcher. All right. Talking time's over. Headline time. Let's get into some baseball, huh? <clears throat> we have about less than 30 games remaining in the regular season. That means – We're like time. 25, 26 games. It's crunch time, baby. This oh, is go time. the playoff races are on. There's a few division. If you if you look in the bottom of my Mariano jersey, you see a reflection. I got I got game on right here. There's a few divisions that are damn near wrapped up at this point. You got the National League West with the Dodgers just 
call it at this point. I mean, they oh, pretty yeah. much got that wrapped up. They can up. clinch, I think, Saturday at the earliest. Houston alike in the American League West. Uh, St. Louis in the National League Central. Seven and a half game lead. So we're going to go division by division and also look at the wild card races. We will make our predictions for who will be in those playoff spots when the season does end up concluding. But first, we have our headlines. First, we have Kike Hernandez agreed to a one-year $10 million extension with Boston. Wanted to get your thoughts on that one because I know great you're sign. a big Kike. Great, great, great sign. Um, he's worth more than that. But, you know, he had the hip flexor thing. He had the injury, missed some time, didn't play well earlier in the year because he was trying to play through the injury. Um, he's a Swiss Army knife. He can play center field tonight and tomorrow night be your starting shortstop and play really good above average defense at every defensive position. Literally anywhere you put him on the diamond, he finds a way to be plus defender. Um, he can hit leadoff. He can hit cleanup. He can hit nine hole. He's just – and Heimblum and Alex Cora love those type of guys. So he fits in perfectly there. Same with uh, Arroyo there, Christian Arroyo, uh, who's been a really good player for them. But uh, Kike could have probably signed for $12, $13, 14000000 million elsewhere, in my opinion, if he went on the market. Um, so that just tells me I think he wants to be in Boston. He said he had a like a sit-down with Haim, and Haim promised him, like, we're going to make some changes around here. We're going to be good. And he's like, all right, I'm in. If you're going to make changes and we're going we're gonna to – be proactive here and, and fix the void and, and our voids in our roster. I'm in, let's do it. And I'll sign right now. And he did. So um, love it. I love that. And it just sh shows that he wants to be a part of the organization. Red Sox have been very up and down this year, but like you said, that's a kind of player that you want on your team. You need the Mark Canos of the world to create a championship. Aspect. Yeah. I mean, look, the glue guys aren't really uh, a thing anymore. Like those guys are really getting pushed out of the league. So to see him continue his career, and he's more than just a glue guy, though. Like he can be an impact game changer sometimes. Like he, there's months at a time where he can carry you. So he's more than just a glue guy, but he happens to be a really good player who is a good teammate, a good glue guy. And you kind of get both of those. I think he made a good point, too. Like his injury for guys of his type really hurt a team that is already going through injuries because you right. said you can play center field, right field, left field, any of the infield spots, essentially. <clears throat> and so when you're a team that's already getting derailed by injuries, you need guys like Kike to stay healthy, to help fill those voids because he can, he, he's so versatile. He can play wherever he can on the diamond. Unfortunately, he's been limited to 68 games this season. So when guys like Kike go down and your starter, now you're left with your farm. Now you're left with pulling guys up from AAA. And right, that's right. where things get sour real quick. So uh, let's hope that he's healthy next year and beyond because he's a really good player and a really nice uh, – Yeah, he's fun to watch. Piece, good dude. Piece of the formula. What did you think of Zach Plesak? So the Cleveland Guardians, first place in the American League Central. Zach Plesak has been an integral part of that starting rotation, a very stout starting rotation, rotation for Cleveland. Cleveland is a pitching factory and has been for years. Plesak – fractured his hand after punching the ground out of frustration in the middle of his start. We've seen injuries like that in the past as like Bryce Harper punching Devin Williams. This actually happened in the game. He yeah. gave up a hit, punched <clears throat> the, the mound and he ended up fracturing his hand. His return is, is unlikely at this point. So that that's, that's a big loss for Cleveland, a team that has been stumbling of late as well. The white Sox are starting to creep up. The twins are still there. Doesn't seem like anybody really wants to run away with the American League Central at this point, but that's a big loss for the Guardians in that rotation. 
It is. And, you know, guys react like this all the time. We're just talking about this because he actually got hurt. You know, guys slap the ground, hit the ground, snap bats over their knees, throw stuff, punch stuff in the dugout every single day. But we don't hear about it until a guy snaps a, a finger or a hand or a wrist or, you know what I mean? So it wasn't an abnormal uh, action. It just the uh, result was abnormal and unfortunate for a team um, that 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 needs him. I mean, that's tough because they, they, they need him. And, and what something they do well is pitch, right? They pitch well. So um, luckily they have some other guys I think can step up and they can still get the job done. You got a rotation of Shane Bieber, Tristan McKenzie, Cal Quantrill. Quantrill's been really good. Quantrill, Quantrill, whatever his name is. Yeah, he's been great ever since they acquired him from San Diego. Very sneaky starter. Did you guys in Boston, the reason I bring this up, did you guys have anything, any type of punching bag or frustration? No, uh, I was there. Stress ball in the clubhouse or anything like that? No. They just told you not to be an idiot. Well, that doesn't always work. Milwaukee, you go inside their home dugout, there's a bathroom as soon as you turn that corner. And maybe maybe it was there when you were in Milwaukee. I don't know. There's a bathroom as soon as you turn that corner. Inside that bathroom is a punching bag hanging from the ceiling. Yeah, it wasn't there when I was there. I could have used, used it. That's really smart. That's super simple way of maybe avoiding an injury. And we talked about it a few weeks ago. I think we brought this up. But Devin Williams probably sparked that. In any... Of course. Of course he did. When you punch yeah. the walls, yeah. You need something. Do you remember doing anything stupid like that? Just punching something, breaking bats, pulling a Chris Sale in the clubhouse, nothing? No, I mean, I had some snap in me, but I never felt like I was in the position to be that type of asshole, you know? Like, and I'm okay with it. Like, my teammates do it. Like, unless you do it all the fucking time, like, <clears throat> like I get it, dude. It's a grind. It's a mental grind. It's a physical grind. And sometimes it just feels so good to just blow up and snap and you do it and you're done with it. And you're like, man, I feel like a new fucking man. Like I feel so much better. Like, let's go. You know, it's like, you just need it every once in a while. Like, you just have to be smart about it and make sure no one's around you. Make sure you're not shattering, get like wood shards in people's face around you, you know, or like crush a phone like big poppy did in Baltimore and get Pedroia hunkered over in the fetal position on the big on that team. Yeah. Was there. You were in the dugout was, when that happened? I was on deck. <laughs> Crazy, dude. You know what scares the hell out of me? People go to the gym and just rail on punching bags and just get their anger out. And it's great cardio. Don't get me wrong. They're working. Yeah, but I see those scares, people and I'm like, they're scares the, killers. That scares the hell out of me. <laughs> like we have guys that just need to get <clears throat> You ever seen uh they actually have like escape room type things, but they're not escape rooms. They're you, you break things, they're destruction rooms. Like yeah, I want to do room. it so bad. Like TVs and like I love going. So there's a driving range around here that has just like old cars and stuff, and you can just like pelt them. Oh, that's like, cool. I love that. I I I don't need to be angry at I'm I'd be happy as shit and go out there and do it. But um, I don't know. I just there's something in just breaking things when you're not because you grow up and you're not supposed to break things, so it feels good to do it, you know? Did you ever break a bat over your knee? Uh, it, it was already broken. Looks so painful. Uh, I've never tried to do it without it already being cracked. Yeah, you're not that strong. I'm not that stupid. <laughs> not that stupid. 
pretty sure Pete Alonso tried it a couple weeks ago and it did not work. No, it did work. He has done it in the past where it didn't break, didn't break, and then he, third time he broke it. And I was like, if you miss once and it, it doesn't break, don't go back for more. Because I guarantee his thigh was purple for like two weeks. Brutal. <clears throat> Andrew Benintendi, another injury, and a key oh. one for a team that's already struggling. He underwent wrist surgery. His return is unknown at this point now. And uh, what, was it Hamate? Yes. Okay, I saw the swing and I immediately went, "Oh, that's Hamate. He gone." Because then he tried to grip it and he couldn't grip. It. He couldn't even try to swing. He just tried to grip it. Now, as soon as you see that bottom hand, try to grip it. And he's a he's a he puts the edge of the knob like right here in his hand. That's a recipe. That's why guys went to the axe back because that keeps you from the knob there's no knob to do that right right jackie bradley swings a bat that's just straight like flare like there's no knob it's just straight but yeah. it's not a it's not an axe bat definitely does the same thing i would throw that thing in the dipping dot stand and the in like the second deck there's no way i could swing a bat with no knob i had the knob below my hand i never put it in my hand i never knew people said it felt like it gave them more whip so they did it mm-hmm. i just it felt terrible to me if you hit one off the end like it would hurt your hand like really really bad but yeah, I saw him take that swing, and I was like, "Oh, he gone. That's that's him, for show." Use this as a, this is my bat. Okay, for those listening on the podcast, watch us on YouTube if you want to see this illustration. So you, it's funny you do that because like there were times in my career I literally felt like I had that at the plate with me. The bat knob is here. <laughs> Some people keep their pinky off the bat, so there. No one on auto does this. Yeah, he only has three fingers on the bat slash on his, on his bottom hand which yeah. is incredible bat control yeah it's uh it's incredible top club. hand strength is what it is yeah i try doing it with a golf club and you know i'm shooting it left and right because i don't have that bat control i don't have that club control yeah i don't know it's something that i don't know i, I stayed away from it i was more worried about breaking my hand <laughs> how long did it take you because you had hamate bone surgery how long did that take you oh, i didn't have hamate hey you broke a finger I mean, I did multiple, but I got hit by a pitch. Uh, so right here, this like go straight down from your pinky at the base of your hand. Mm-hmm. That bone that sticks out is called your pisiform, and then next to it's called your triquetrum. That's right. I forgot we had that. Um, yeah, broke the broke three bones in there. Hit by a pitch. And how long did it take you to recover? Eight weeks, yeah. two months, basically. So the so like I was taking, wire. I was taking some swings in the cage at two months. It was the end of the season by then. It happened in August. So, yeah. well, Yankees are struggling, and this isn't going to help things. Little historical pace update: Aaron Judge is hold on again. before you get positive on the Yankees. I just want to. Mm-hmm. I saw a stat that I thought was crazy. I just want to throw this in there, and I'm not bashing the Yankees. This is just like historical how shitty they've been um, since August 1st. This is off the top of my head. Since August 1st, their team slugging. Is ranked 27th in baseball, which is not good because it's what they do. The Bronx Bombers, they win because they bash your brains in and hit homers. When they're not hitting homers, they're they're losing, right? 353 slugging. Let's put that in a little bit of perspective. Kyle Higashioka, their backup catcher, is slugging 350 on the year. <laughs> what would that look like without Aaron Judge carrying them? Jeez. Their 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 team their team slugging would be like something with a two. Without, I mean, judges uh, slugging over the last two months is like twelve hundred, or not slugging. Sorry, his slugging is probably, I don't know what a slugging is. High, judge. Yeah, on the season it's six eighty two. 
Yeah, I was gonna say six something. So yeah, they would have a they would have a slugging right around three hundred probably without him doing what he's doing. Yeah, it's not good. It's insane. Anyways, go on. I just thought that was wild just to see how bad they've been. Yeah, they've won the two in a row, I think. At the all-star break, they had the best offense in the league. Right now, their slugging percentage as a team is four twenty-two on the season. That's still second in the American League. But that's because they had such a yeah, good start to this. That's what I was saying. Since since August first, it's like three fifty. I think everybody expected it's the- probably higher now because they hit a couple homers yesterday. I think most people expected the Yankees to come back to reality a little bit, but I don't think anybody I like this. this decline. This is a Dude. complete falling off of No, we went from saying they're gonna win 120 games with the best regular season team of all time to this is gonna be the biggest collapse of all time. Injuries played a big part of that, but their offense disappeared outside of Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge is at 54 home runs. I hope he hits 70, dude. I, I love seriously. I want him to do it. Like, okay, I got a question. I got a question for you. If he hits 62, yeah, if he hits 62, is he like the real home run king? Because how do you, how do you feel about that? Because we know the other guys juiced, and I know the era, they're a product of their era. I understand McGuire and Bonds and they weren't breaking rules at that point. There were no tests and this and that. So we can't fault them for what they did. Um, but we know, we know, we know. You look at their bodies. That's not natural, right? Um, so that's all on assumption, obviously, but we know. Do you feel like Aaron Judge is like the real home ranking? The short answer to that is yes and no. <laughs> the long answer for me would be I'm a big believer in asterisks big believer in it because i still think that that name should be mentioned it's the same thing with the 2020 uh 2020 los angeles dodgers yeah we still except the 2020 los angeles dodgers didn't cheat correct correct but we still recognize it's more like saying the 2017 astros we still recognize whatever accomplishment it is the asterisks while not equal to other asterisks it represents something different from anything else the standard something different from the standard that is what totally and like that's what i said was if they're a product of their era and they're competing against god knows who who has whatever running through their veins as well it doesn't necessarily have a negative connotation either a lot of people compare the astros asterisk to the dodgers asterisk 2020 2017 and everyone's like well you can't put an asterisk next to the dodgers because asterisk normally means it's like it makes you think it's not legit right But, but, but by I'm saying how it's viewed, how it's viewed. You're right. No, you're right. By definition, it doesn't have a negative connotation. It just differentiates it from the standard. And so to answer, your, to answer your question, he's not asterisk. necessarily <laughs> the best, but when you see four, three guys ahead of him with an asterisk next to it, <clears> I think everybody knows the context in which those accomplishments were made. And so was it, how many did, how many did Sammy Sosa have? Six, 65. Yeah. Something like that. Let me see. How was you were? That was in your prime. Sosa McGuire. <laughs> Fuck off, dude. It was, wasn't it? In my prime, I debuted 66. in twelve, dude. I, I'm. I meant like as you were growing up. Oh, I you're talking about my career. I'm like, you had to have been like doing 10, here. I'm not 10, 50. Yeah, yeah. I was <clears throat> 99. I was 11. Yeah, 2000, 2001. I was 12, 13 years old. 66 homers, Sammy Sosa hit. 66. Okay. Yeah, that's right. He also hit that in all a couple years later. Man. Albert Pujols. Fun times. 
Albert Pujols. He has he's five away from seven hundred. He gets it. He's getting it. Here's the thing with St. Louis. Exactly seven hundred. Game one sixty two. I don't care if they are throwing all righties and they're trying to intentionally walk him. He's going to run into one somehow and get it. I don't want him to come back. I want him to hit exactly 700 and walk off the field, be carried off the field by his teammates, go into the playoffs, probably losing the first round. <laughs> I just but, hope he gets more than A-Rod. Oh, he's two more. Yeah, he's two more. I bet he goes deep tonight. Here's where he really has not the odds in his favor, but this is working in his favor is St. Louis is seven and a half games up on Milwaukee. Right. They, they don't are, need, they, they can they, play him against righties. They are not going to get the one or two seed. It's not going to happen. I, you could make the case. They could try to catch the New York Mets who have six more wins than them. As of right now, when we're recording this episode, He's not in the game Tuesday. right now. So, you know, but that. once they lock up the division in the national league central, all likelihood is they're not going to catch the Mets or the Dodgers for those first two seeds, which the, the first two seeds in the playoffs get a bye. They're not going to catch those one, two seeds. No, they're not. Catching. And they have, once they had the division locked up, that means they're not really playing for anything at this point. You're They're going to get that, that three seed as a division winner. Right. Like Arnado and Goldsmith are going to get, unless Goldsmith's going for a triple crown, which he, he freaking might get it. Like let, let him roll because that's a, I feel like a triple crown is, I mean that's one of the most rare things in our sport, right? So you let them you let them go for that. Pujols should be getting four to five at bats every single game once they lock up that division. Paulo Espino is taught pitching for the Nats right now, and Pujols is on the bench. They're still playing for something right now. That's what I'm saying. Once they lock up that Bro, division, though, put him in there. I don't care. He might he might help you. Not against righties. He's hitting like 190 against righties. I don't care. I do. It's. it's it's God's work. I care. I care. That's a great transition. Let's look at the nationally wild card. I want to make our predictions for who's going to <clears throat> submit them their card into the postseason. Once we look at the wild card first, season ends. I want to look at the wild card first. But what what do you want to start? You know what? This is this is your show, bud. Where do you want to start? We could start wild card. I like the wild cards. I love it. Nationally I mean, wild. My, card. So my first thing with the wild card is it's going to bring up the NL East. Because Between the Mets and the Braves. So who who wins the National League East then? Dude, you know what? I think the Braves are a better team. I think the I but I think the Braves are a more complete team. The Braves are they're one se- game back right now. They're second in OPS, they're second in homers, they're second in runs scored, all behind the Dodgers, obviously. Um, they're off, they'll just outslug you. And I think they're starting pitching can keep up with the Mets. Max Fried has proven to be an ace. Like, he's proving himself to be an ace. Spencer Strider's going to win the NL Rookie of the Year. He's been phenomenal. Amazing. He's going to punch out 10 a night. Uh, what's his? Uh, Charlie Morton and Odorizzi are going to be – those are two veterans who've been there. They're going to pitch well down the stretch. Odorizzi right? is going to fall back. Their bullpen's been really good too, right? So, it's like the Mets have Edwin Diaz, who's very good. Middle relief – little shaky right um Scherzer's kind of beat up a little bit is DeGrom going to stay healthy Bassett's like they still have a really good team like if they have those three four guys in a rotation it's gonna be really hard to beat them uh in a playoff series but their offense has become a little inconsistent over the last month you know it's like started doing that thing where like Jacob DeGrom's so good that even his own team can't hit you know (laughs) Pete Pete Alonzo has fallen off a bit in in recent days his power numbers have 
I just feel like there's a lot of guys in in Atlanta who were on that team last year and they know what this feeling is. They know what it takes. Um, so I don't know if the only thing that makes me say, okay, the Mets are going to win the East is because you look at their schedule. And let's see, they have, let's see, 10, 13, 18, 21. 21 of their remaining 27 games are against the Nationals, Pirates, A's, Marlins, and Cubs. That's why I think the Mets have a really good chance of holding on because they have the easiest schedule of all 30 teams. Now, Atlanta's is not tough. They have the 20th. 20th toughest schedule. They have Washington, A's, uh, Marlins, and San Francisco for 8, 11, 14 of their, I don't know, like half of their games. They have seven games against Philadelphia too, which could be crucial crucial that's a good point because phillies i mean they're 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 playing for a wild card um whew, man so you're picking atlanta to win a national i i think the wild card stays exactly how it is in the national right now i think it is I, okay i think i think the mets end up winning the division by a game i'll go a game you just said the braves are gonna win you know, I did not. I did not. I said, I think the Braves are a better team. Let me finish my sentence. The Braves are a better team. The Mets have a much easier schedule. And he's backpedaling, folks. He's back. No, I'm not. Let me finish. I think the Braves go further in the playoffs. Mm. There it is. That way you can appeal to both fan bases once one of those no. is wrong. Stop trying to make a joke. Like, I mean, I'm being dead serious. Like, I, I've, <laughs> I, I'm looking. I, it's a coin flip for the division. It really, it really is. The Braves are the better team. The Mets have the easiest schedule. You know what this is right now? It's these nuts in your fucking face. What Michael call. Phelps doing laps in your head. That's me. Mm. Rattle, rattle, rattle. You just, wit- you just witnessed me just like thinking about a lot of things at once. That's called AD- ADHD. Yeah, you shouldn't do that. No. It's, it's not good. Um, so I will recap that. Uh, I forgot we were recording for a second. I was just blabbering. <laughs> um, I think the Braves have a better team, but I think the Mets' schedule is easy enough for them to hold on to the division. But the be- the Braves are a better team. The Mets have starters that go deeper in general. Uh, but when you look at the overall results, the Braves actually have a better team ERA than the New York Mets this season. The Mets, 3.53 ERA. The Braves, 3.44 ERA. Hitting-wise, again, very comparable, but you got to like the offense of the Braves. Just a, just a, it's a little bit more, right? The Braves have a 763 team OPS. The Mets, 732 OPS. It, it's close. It's close. I agree with you. I think the Braves might be a better overall a complete team, team, right? Yeah. But I think the Mets are better <clears throat> built for a postseason run because look at that starting rotation. Oh, I get that. The Grom and Scherzer game one, runs. game two. And then you're going to have both those guys, depending on the series, if it's a five-game series, seven-game series. You're hope they're healthy. Five, if they're healthy. That is true. Because uh, Scherzer's dealing with a little something-something right now. The Mets he's also, making his next start, though. So the Mets have starters that can go deeper, as I mentioned, than the Braves, typically, typically in, gen- in general. And the, so, Bra- and the Mets also are dominant in the back end of that. And the hook, the hook is a lot shorter. The leash is a lot shorter in the playoffs. So having bullpen arms to match up, come in and get three guys out is a big deal. 
We have, we have this conversation you, every September. I leverage arms, right? Do you trust Kenley Jansen in the ninth? Normally, we talk about it with the Dodgers. Now he's with Atlanta. Do you trust Kenley Jansen in the ninth? Because we trust Edwin Diaz. Yeah. Yeah, I think I still do. Yeah. Yep. What's next? Who were your wild card teams? You had... So I'm going to go Atlanta, Philly, San Diego, actually. So you think Milwaukee's out? Uh... As it I'm stands actually right now, what it looks like right now, actually, both uh, both wild cards actually are. I think Seattle ends up with the top wild card spot. Uh, they have a very easy schedule remaining. Where is it? They have the easiest remaining in the uh, American League, right? I thought so. Where yeah, the Mets have the easiest in Major League Baseball. Oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah, there it is. It's not even close. The White Sox are the next closest at like mm-hmm. 26th. Um, yeah, Seattle has six against the A's, four against the Tigers, three against the Royals, three against Texas, and four against the Angels. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, it's real nice. They play three against the Braves, two against San Diego, and two against the White Sox. Um, but Seattle's, they're really good. I think it's Seattle, Toronto, Tampa Bay. Who's the number one wild card there? You think Seattle takes that number one wild card spot? Seattle, the Rays have been rolling. Yeah, no, I think uh, the Rays are seventeen and five over their last twenty-two. Toronto's won five in a row too. Um, I Toronto. like I like Seattle, Toronto, and then Tampa. Honestly, I think Tampa. I think it's I think it's really close between those. Like I'm talking like half a game or a game dividing all three of those. Toronto's the most confusing team of any. So confusing because they have maybe. One of the highest ceilings, but they also have potentially one of the lowest floors too. Right. Just because that's of their just pitching. lack of experience and young players. And they're pitching too. You love Manoa. Kevin Gosman's solid. Manoa uh, has stunk in the second half. Rios is a flip of a coin. He might go out and punch out fifteen or he's gonna give up fifteen. He's like, what are you gonna get? So that's that's scary in the postseason because there's no room for error. What about the American League Central? Because none no team in the American League Central is going to get a wild card spot. Yeah. All, all likelihood. So who am, wins that division? You've liked Cleveland for the most. It's a part. three. It's a three horse race. Obviously, I am going. I'm giving my edge to Cleveland. Hear me out. Half, half exactly half of their remaining games are the Royals, Angels, and Rangers. So that's that's very helpful. Um, I don't know. I just like this. They're like the old school scrappy scratch and claw their way to wins right like they're not supposed to win today yet they find a way to win three to two and 11 innings and it's just a tito francona thing um they lack star power outside of jose ramirez which i kind of like because it's just a bunch of guys that are just they're just like grinders right um and in a in a in a league full of players that strike out a ton on the season they have an 18 percent strikeout rate and right now if you take their current roster they have a 16 percent strikeout rate league average is just north of 22 i believe so that's 16 percent is really good so something else they do really well is pitch so their starters are eighth in baseball and innings pitched so that tells me they go deep into games they go deep into games that means your bullpen's fresh and are dominant in late innings so you dig a little further they have in the eighth and ninth inning they have a 2.86 era in the eighth and ninth inning this year that's second baseball who do you think that's behind? Seattle. Eighth, 
eighth and ninth inning, 2.86 ERA. Who do you think that's Baltimore? Oh, okay. Yeah, interesting, right? I knew you would like that. So I just think if if they're able to pitch late in games and they're able to just be scrappy, put the ball in play, not strike out, I just think with that 50% of their games against against dog shit teams, I think that gives them a really good chance to win the division. I keep wanting to say Chicago, but I've been doing this all year, and here they are, and they're still. Lance Lance turned it on, dude. Since Tony Larusa left, and I'm not blaming this on Tony Larusa. This is an objective fact. They are four and one since Tony Larusa went on medical leave. Four and one, so yeah, it's a small clip, but yeah, five and one. Excuse me, five and one come coming into Tuesday. Five and one since Larusa left. So I, look, I, I, I'm not saying that the team looked at Tony LaRussa and saw that he was having medical issues and it inspired the team. And all of a sudden here come the whites. I'm not trying to say that. All I'm saying White is talks got the Mariners tonight, right by the way, big series. It's uh Cueto against Gilbert tonight. So your that'd American be, wild card is the Mariners, <coughs> Tampa Bay and Toronto, which leaves Baltimore, Minnesota and the white Sox on the outside. Yeah, looking man. Right. Like I really like Baltimore. I just don't think they're, they're missing like that, like two pieces, right? Like, it's the, the season's a success at the oh, end. Brandon Hyde, Brandon Hyde's got to be the manager of the year. Like, even you know if he I mean? the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like, I, the, they lost 110 games last year. Yeah. And they're, they're seven games over a hundred, uh, over 500 right now. Aaron right? Boone's not getting it, huh? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Had to toss that in there. Seattle and Tampa Bay, I think, are, are sneaky good. Tampa Bay is an interesting team. Last year, they led Major League Baseball in strikeouts, but they also hit a ton of power. Right. So they led Major League Baseball. This is back in 2020. Tampa's interesting, too, because they have a bunch of nobodies. So 2021, this is home run leaders as a team. Tampa Bay was eighth with 220 team home runs. This year, in 2022, they are 22nd in baseball and yeah. team yeah. homers. They're striking <laughs> out at a decently high clip just as they did last year but not as high so it's interesting we've seen this transition as we many you have predicted many have predicted that all this power and high strikeout percentage all of a sudden the rays who are constantly ahead of the curve uh seem to be transitioning into a more higher contact and part of that has to do with injuries they just flat don't bingo, have as much bingo. yeah look at their roster makeup right now a bunch of triple a guys who but that makes it even more impressive that they're going to be in the playoffs because that's just a testament to their scouting and player development, man. Like they are bringing up guys that shouldn't be in the big leagues or should be backups. They're having to play every day because you got guys like Kiermaier out, Wander Franco out, and you're having to plug guys in, and they're getting it done because they're ready. They're ready, and that's just a testament to how good their scouting and, and player development is. 222 home runs last year for the Rays, 122 home runs this year for the Tampa Bay Rays. A 100 exactly difference now there's still some games to be played obviously but that's yeah a, but that's, that's big... they're not gonna hit 100 yeah. yeah wow red Sox are way down on homers too why do you even bring up the red Sox when we're having a postseason episode i was looking at the ales oh sure Keep what do you got on tap i know you got to get out of here what do you got on tap you going to nesson up, uh, up to boston oh uh, yeah so i'm headed up on monday to boston uh, I'll be up there for Yankees. They're two-game series against the Yankees. Off day. Uh, Royals come in uh, for three. And then a uh, little charity golf tournament. Come home. Then uh, hopefully, I'm hoping Jenny has uh, 
Texas A&M and Arkansas game. They play at Jerry's World at Cowboy Stadium mm. in Dallas. I'm hoping to go there, see some friends and family in Dallas, and then from there I'll go back up to uh, go to Boston and, and do some more games up there. Feeling confident about your Cowboys this year? NFL starts this week. Yeah. Oh, you know what? This is the first time since, I don't know, 2010. I don't have a fantasy team. What? I just – I'm I'm so – Busy. balls deep in baseball right now and i'm gonna be until november it's like i'm not gonna pay like 500 bucks to get in this league and not pay attention to it because I, I would be when i get into it i get into it and i'm normally in like two leagues i try i knocked it down to two leagues the past couple of years i had kids and stuff now <laughs> you know and uh i just i go all in when i do it and i just i don't have time so kind of sucks growing up i'm in five right now and i'm five? i'm already, I'm already sweating right problem. now problem and each mm-hmm. if you need to talk you can call me after this yeah you might have to bust me out of jail and i can't pay my, <laughs> my, my betters who's your number one pick in your leagues i've had four drafts so far and i have one more coming up Let's see i believe i took Devonte adams and a couple i can't even keep up i'm already struggling we're not even into week one i only remember who i drafted Cowboys got uh, the Bucks week one. That so last year they were in Tampa and we went up there. It was on my birthday, first game of the year last Thursday, or it was on a Thursday last year. Went to Tampa, uh, Tampa, great game, and it came down like a last second field goal. The Brady went down, drove down, they hit a field goal and, and beat the Cowboys, but it was a great game. So it's against Tampa in Dallas this year. So we'll see. They'll be okay. I think they'll go like ten and seven. Don't tell my wife about my fantasy leagues. She doesn't know. I won't tell her. We're safe. And she won't listen to our pod. I was like, Jenny, listen to the pod. She's like, yeah, I'll listen to it. She's listening to maybe the first one we ever did. And that's about it. <laughs> yeah, same. But so, you know what? We have a devoted fan base. We don't need them. We don't need them. And devoted. for those devoted fans, we got new merch up on swingjuice.com. Make sure you go buy some shirts. There's some great stuff going up on there. Postseason race is heating up, folks. We'll be with you along the way. Until next time. Peace.